hey, folks, welcome into this week's edition of the Bench Bro Sports Podcast. We're glad you could join us today as we're a bunch of sports junkies debating about the hottest topics going around in the world of sports. I'm Wesley Splain. Here is Brandon Farrell. Here is Anthony Bertini. And football is officially, officially back. It is football week, gentlemen. Football. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. No more boring Saturdays and Sundays. Weekends full of football action. Tell your kids. Tell your wives. Tell your friends. Your weekends are booked now. You're going to need an extra day in the weekend to spend time with your family. Tell your pets. (laughs) Saturdays and Sundays are for football, boys. (laughs) Monday, Monday nights too. Don't forget Monday nights Quick and Thursdays job, as well. Nah, job, dude, gotta go, gotta go to work. Gotta go to work Tuesday morning. Can't stay up late Monday night. <laughs> Need to make it like six thirty game Monday instead of night. eight instead of eight thirty game. Dude, Monday night football. Like, always look forward to that. I don't know why. There's something about it. Not anymore just... because ESPN. Oh yeah, stunk up the joint. More hell about it. ESPN's done a terrible job with their broadcast. Like. The last time I enjoyed watching Monday Night Football was when Mike Tirico was doing it. I like NBC Sunday Night Football better. Yeah, Al Michaels, he's the go. Yeah, Sunday Night Football is much better. Well, I wouldn't say he's the goat, but like he he's like when you think of broadcasters, he's like one of the top five to go. You know? he's the ghost, greatest of some time. Ghost. <laughs> the ghost. All right. Well, you you tried. <laughs> the ghost. Greatest. You forgot of the some H time. there. No, Ghost, G-O... I know I say Ghost, G-O-S-T, Ghost, greatest of some The Ghost. Hashtag Ghost. Hashtag Ghost, greatest of some time. That boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, but is that boy right? Brandon, boy. you had your fantasy draft? I did. I had my fantasy draft today, boys. The Dynasty, right? I, I, I heard you guys talking about it, but I didn't hear who you picked. So who'd dynasty, you pick? Dynasty, Dynasty. So, all right, so... I finished first in power rankings. Uh, I can't give you chronological order, but I'll get you pretty close. So yeah. it was only six. It was only six rounds. Uh, we lost two teams, and it was basically a dump off of the two team starters that we lost and rookies. Um, so Terry McLaurin, Darnell Mooney, Hunter Henry. Damn, you got Terry McLaurin in the fantasy in the dynasty league. Yeah, Ronald Jones. Uh, I picked up Mac Jones and I picked up Tua. And then off waivers, I picked up Devin Booker in case Saquon gets hurt again. Right. And who else? Who else? Who else? And I think that was it. Just six guys, quick, quick six rounds. Um, My roster's pretty solid. I almost won it last year. I almost won it last year, but stupid Mike Tomlin had to sit James Conner and I only needed four points. And I got that zero. That sucks. Yeah. That's so. tough, man. But that sounds pretty good, you know? I think Ronald Jones is going to end up taking over that backfield at some point. Oh, I mean, oh, man, Leonard Fournette. I just had a brain fart. Yeah, Leonard Fournette hasn't really been a primary piece in that backfield, and it's pretty much been Ronald Jones dominant. Yeah, but in the playoffs, like Leonard, Lenny was like the bell cow. Pretty much, but uh, I don't know. I just I don't. I see Ronald Jones as more of an all-around back. Right. I had I had a fourteen-team uh, draft, but like that that sounds pretty good to add like Terry McLaurin to your already stacked roster. Don't you have like Christian McCaffrey and like others like Hopkins or something like that? So oh, and I got Kenny Galladay. Um, my starter. Oh, that's not my, bad. My starters are Mahomes, McCaffrey, uh, Chase Edmonds, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Dar- uh, Darren Waller, Adam Thielen, and Mostert. Those are Jeez, my starters. dude, those are those are some awesome pieces. And For Dynasty. Well, Jeez. yeah, we two teams dropped, so now we're down to an eight an eight team uh, league. So your chances oh, are definitely okay. a lot better. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Like an awesome stack team. You should be winning the championship every year. I should be, but it's injuries, man. We know that it's the injuries, and last year with COVID, it, it screwed everything up. Yeah, I think I went on a five-game losing streak. I was like, I think I had six six straight wins, and then I lost five in a row. Damn. So I did I did my fantasy draft in like uh, on Thursday, and we're in a fourteen team swirly league. So last place you get a swirly. Nice. It's uh, <laughs> fourteen <laughs> it keeps, teams. Yeah. <laughs> But Jeez. like five five bench spots. Jeez. 
So here are my starters. I have Josh Allen at QB. I got him in the fourth round. Um, I got Zeke. I got Chris Carson. I got Terry McLaurin. So we're on the same boat there. Then I got Jerry Judy as my wide receiver too. I punted on tight end to like the 10th round and I got Mike Gesicki. Um, Jesus. <laughs> I was I like, say. oh shit, I need a tight end. Whoops. Nah, he's good. He'll be good. Yeah, Tua throws to him a lot, though. Like, uh, if no, you look at his targets, he, he gets like nine to ten targets a game. Um, then the I got De- He'll be fun. I got Debo Samuel. I got Jalen Waddle. So, like, I'm going to bounce back and forth with flex spots for those guys. Then I got my bench, Melvin Gordon, um, Tony Pollard as insurance for Zeke. I got Justin Fields just in case he breaks out, and then I can, like, use him as a trade piece. And then I got Rob Gronkowski. On my bench as well. Guess who my kicker is, Ant? Joey Sly. No, Tyler Bass. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Because honestly, dude, all jokes aside, he's great. He's a really good kicker. He's a very good kicker of the Bills. Tyler he came up- Bass. Tyler Bass. That's Bass. a shout out to the Bass fishermen out there. And Tyler then I Bass, have the Broncos G- defense as well. So, um, yeah, Tyler Bass was like clutch in that playoff game against the Colts. He had like like two fifty yard field goals. He's from Carolina too. Yeah, South Carolina. You remember I and Eagle on the broadcast? He was like, "That's Bass" or something like that. Yeah. I, I think I said that to you actually. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, so we have football this week with the NFL opening up on Thursday. We got the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. Um, Zach Martin. A big-time piece for the Cowboys offensive line. Won't be playing because he got diagnosed with COVID-19. So he's going to be out of the game. That's a big blow for Dallas's offensive line going up against that vaunted Tampa defense that held Patrick Mahomes to only nine points. Um, so that's going to be a tough one for people to watch a little bit. I think it might be a blowout. The spread right now is 7.5. Tampa Bay getting favored, getting the points. Um, what do you guys think of opening week right now? Like, you think Tampa's just going to roll all over the Cowboys, or could the Cowboys possibly pull an upset over the defending champs? I think Tampa should roll all over them. Uh, but Dak Prescott's coming back. Um, I don't know what – I mean, it's – I don't like the Cowboys. You can't ask me my opinion. I'm very biased. I hope the Cowboys get steamrolled every game. But uh, Dak Prescott's coming back, and Ant is just blowing this feet up with Tyler Bass pictures. <laughs> Enjoy, boys. Enjoy. The last one that you got there is his whole uh, his whole life story. So, dude, look at guys. Look at guys build stacked. Dude, one of them is literally from like Madden. Went from Dutch one, Dutch Fork High School. The one is there's one picture there from like Madden 2021. Madden I don't 21. see it. You don't see it? No. All right. So look at the the second to the last one is like from a video game. No, it's not. Is, no, yeah, it's it not. Is. It's a real picture. That's no, way too real, dude. That's not a video game, bro. <laughs> that might be it's, in a video game in 2050, but not in 2020. No, that's, dude, that's literally a video game. No, no it's dude. not. That's a Are real you picture. Kidding me? And how no. long, when's the last time you've been on PlayStation, buddy? Maybe not often. That literally looks not real. Graphics are good, but not that good. Dude, that literally and, looks and like thinks a video graphics game. look so amazing on the PS2. Yeah, well, I got, I mean, you guys are playing PS5. I got PS7. So for me, it looks real. Oh, how about it? (laughs) This man's living in 2040. He already knows what happens. Exactly. That's the picture I got from PS7. No wonder his college football picks have been money lately. But come on now, boys. (laughs) All right. So for real, though, uh, Ant, where are you leaning? Are you going to go with Tom Brady like always? Of course. Dude, come on. The guy's not – he can't stop him. He just can't stop him. He's going to win. He's going to win. They're, they're going to win. Seven and a half, though? Do they cover? Uh, I just don't believe in the Cowboys. I think they're just a steadily plateaued, you know, team that just – they're average. Simply put, they're just an average team. Nothing going on there, so Buccaneers by – I mean, dude, I, I can't predict scores like I can for college football. Buccaneers so, by a million. I, I just say Buccaneers are going to take it. 
And obviously, Brandon's going to go with the Buccaneers as well, being the Giants fan that he is. Saquon's actually on track to play this week. So, oh, yes, buddy. Maybe, maybe he like is on a snap count, but he's had a weird situation with his ACL lately. And it seems like Kenny Galladay is going to suit up two against the Broncos. So it's going to be a battle of the bench bros going at each other with Brandon and West Bull uh, in MetLife Stadium. So, Someone's actually going to that game. Uh, I mean, guys, up. the real uh, question do. is 49ers or Lions? That's the real question. Yeah, do you just want to go into week one now? We won't have an NFL weekly drive this week. It'll come back next week. Uh, the real season will come back next week of the NFL weekly drive. But anyway, yeah, that's your game of the week. Lions, 49ers. Let's go. Lions in the upset. <laughs> that's my, yeah, it's my game of the week. Are you serious? Nah. <laughs> Lions in an upset. Okay, that's the game nobody cares about. I, I feel like 49er fans would care about that game just a little bit. I don't even think Detroit Lions fans care about it. Maybe, maybe they'll care because it's the first game with fans in Detroit. But I don't know how you, Detroit's offense isn't the issue. It's their defense that is absolutely awful. And it's shocking because, like, they seem like they pick a defensive player every single year in the draft. Like, they picked Jeff Okuda last year. You didn't even hear about him last year at all as a rookie. Like, it just seemed like he got cooked. Mm. I mean, Ant, that was your game of the week. You're kind of quiet. Are you backing down? Are you going to go with the Lions then? Uh, I'm going to go Lions. Lions, huh? With Jared right, Goff. So that's the game of the week. All right, game boys. of the week, Lions. Let's get it. Well, let, well, there's other games, too. Let's let's just go through the whole week. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Buffalo is on Sunday. That should be like a sneaky one of game of the week. Buffalo is favored by six and a half. Um, Jets versus uh, Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold's uh, revenge game, possibly. Uh, no, the game of the week right, is right here. Jaguars versus the Texans. Some two pitiful teams. Um, going in the, the downward slope. Who's going to get to the bottom of the hill faster on that game? Um, game of the week, also consideration right here. Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Brandon's uh, Super Bowl team from last year versus Brandon's Super Bowl team from this year. Let's uh, we go. Got the, we got the Eagles versus the Falcons. The Chargers versus um, the Ryan Fitzpatricks, uh, the Washington football team. Uh, 49ers, Lions, Seahawks, Colts. Uh, Vikings, Bengals, Dolphins, Patriots. That's a sneaky good one as well. Uh, Browns, Chiefs. That's a, another sneaky one. A rematch of the playoffs last year in the divisional round. Uh, Broncos, Giants, Packers, Saints. Uh, Sunday night is Chicago versus the Rams. And then Monday night is Baltimore versus the Las Vegas Raiders. So, like, that's your entire week one slate. So, you can pick a game of the week out of there if you want. But I don't think Detroit and San Francisco makes the top of that list at all. It might be towards <laughs> the bottom, but it's not the worst game that of the week because I think Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville and Houston might be the worst game. And don't uh, be shocked if Houston wins that game. Honestly, I really all right. hope Houston wins. So we're picking worst game of the week and best game of the week in our. In our <laughs> sure, opinions. why not? <laughs> all right, let's have fun with it, boys. All right, but um, best game. I mean, this Steelers Bills game seems pretty entertaining. I'd have to go that. Uh, Patriots and Dolphins. Patriots are favored by three. I think the Dolphins easily win this game. Dolphins always play good against the Patriots, Ooh. and and Dolphins look very good this this uh, season, even in preseason. So and with the easy dub, I'm easily taking Dolphins with that. Um, Broncos Giants. I mean, that's a no brainer. Giants win by sixty. Rams and Bears. I think I think in all honesty here, a good game is really going to be Bills, Steelers, maybe Cardinals and Titans. And then the worst game of the, the week. I mean Jaguars, Texans, Chiefs, Browns. Who cares about that? Chiefs, Browns? <laughs> I mean, that's that should be a pretty good blowout, no? I don't think it's a I mean, blowout. I mean, I won't say that then because Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield and uh, Odell, but you never know. 
Well, I kind of want to go back. You said Dolphins win easy. Well, there's some news that dropped like right after our podcast was posted uh, last week that Cam Newton was actually cut from the New England Patriots and Mac Jones is going to be the starting QB. So we're going to have Mac Jones versus Tua in week one. Like who's the better Alabama QB? But yeah, Mac Jones winning the job over Cam Newton. Kind of like something we expected that would happen at some point in the season, but we didn't expect Cam Newton to get cut before the season even started. So what are you guys' thoughts on that one? One thing I want to make mention to right away is Cam Newton, in my opinion, does not deserve a starting job in the NFL because he straight up straight up came out and said, I'm I'm okay, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Pretty sure he said there's not thirty-two teams, thirty-two quarterbacks that are better than him. Was that said? Did you guys see that? Yeah, he said on an HBO that, show, right? I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So if your focus is on comparing yourself to everybody in the NFL, then you probably shouldn't deserve a starting position. You should focus on saying, what is it going to take for me to get to the NFL to play at that position, to stay at that quarterback position? And, and again, maybe it's just my mindset, but I want a guy who is focused on his team, who is focused on winning, who's focused on doing the right thing, is not focused on anybody else and other BS. Well, no, I mean Cam Newton's right. He's not. He's not the worst out of the thirty-two quarterbacks in the NFL. But there's rookies or guys that show a lot more potential behind these starting quarterbacks, which is why they have a job as a backup. Um, we've seen Cam Newton go throughout these past years, and I keep repeating myself when I say, it, after the Super Bowl loss, he's steadily been on a decline. Yes, he's in great shape, but as far as his football schematics and his just the way he plays now, and I mean, do you want to see Mac Jones get in there and take the ball after the great season he had at Alabama, or do you want to see another season of Cam Newton trying to run the ball like he was back when he was Cam Newton in, in 2014, 2015? It's, it's not the same guy, and I don't know what's going on, but his mechanics just aren't the same. And it's kind of hard to teach an old dog new tricks, especially if he doesn't want to learn or, or progress with the game, because we're seeing a new football, a new generation of quarterbacks and a new era of football being played uh, with like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and, and even Justin Fields, guys like this that are mobile, uh, Kyler Murray, and Cam is just not on that same level. And guys are going with quarterbacks that are either great pocket passers like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, or they're going with the mobile quarterbacks. Um, so Cam could have a job somewhere, but it's definitely not going to be as a starter. Now let's yeah. let's kind of go through the list. Uh, he's saying he's better than all thirty-two quarterbacks. Well, let's go to the bottom of the list. I don't think he was saying he's better than all thirty-two. I, I just think he's saying that he could well, not probably. All, there's no. I think like, he said if you though, rank he's thirty-two, like, he's in there somewhere, right? Didn't he say that he's like you're? Telling I don't know me what the three. I don't know what the quarterbacks quote better than me. But I think he could probably start over Kirk Cousins. Um, he could probably get a start over some of these rookies. I mean, if a team wanted to give him a chance, um, probably get a start over Jared Goff. Daniel um, Jones. Possible. I mean, he'd be, he'd be a good option. I mean, we giants need a mobile quarterback. Daniel Jones. Isn't really that guy. Tyrod um, he, Taylor. I'll tell you what. Yes. Tyrod Taylor. He might be able to get a start over, uh, as far as the, I think he would fit in well with the saints. What about Wesley Splane? He's always uh, playing. West West Splane, good linebacker, terrible <laughs> quarterback, terrible quarterback. No, I have no, I have no faith in him either. I agree. Well, one thing, I don't throw off my back foot, but Cam Newton's more accurate than me, with him throwing off his back foot rather than me just throwing normally. <laughs> so I've seen, he beat I've me out. West, I've seen West destroy a pair of cleats trying to play quarterback. So yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Oh, well, those were $20 cleats that were going to get broken anyway. You probably bought them oh, yeah, off of like eBay or something Nike, like that, right? Nike. Nah, nah those were totally off of eBay. Some like fat cheese ball guy yeah, just like, sure in his living room just gave he, it to you. He's like, oh, these are the Chinese pair, man. Yeah. Yeah. He bought them off Bill Belichick. That's why they Dude, were red and white. Patriots Pat cleats. Patriot cleats. Why they were red and white. Exactly. New England Patriots cleats. Well, where's the blue? 
Don't uh, need no it. blue blood. You too you, much uh, going on. Yeah, you. Uh, what's it called? You. Uh, you ran so fast, my cleats. The color came off. Well, that just goes to show how stacked I am. All right, <laughs> let's get back. Let's get back on topic here. Yeah, let's get back to the pop boys. All right, so one the one place I think he could have a spot is Houston, if they really want to like win football games. I think. Cam Newton gives them the best shot to win football games over Tyrod Taylor. I mean, it's the same story with Tyrod Taylor, right? He's a likable guy. You want him in your quarterback room to develop young QBs. But Houston only has Tyrod Taylor. They, they have Davis Mills in there from Stanford, but like it's Davis Mills. He wasn't good at all in college, and they're expecting like lightning to strike with them. He, he's just not going to be that guy. So – What's the point of having Tyrod Taylor if you're not going to groom a young, talented QB because they really don't have one? So why not bring in Cam for a year if you're Houston? Go to try win ball games by just running the ball down people's throats. They already have like 17 running backs there with Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, um, David Johnson, Rex Burkhead. So why not just go a triple option with Cam Newton and try to win ball games that way? I mean, you're already going to be bad because on defense, so why not? It's the same. It doesn't go like that, bud. It's the same thing in New Orleans, if you ask me. Uh, Jameis Winston, I mean, good quarterback, right? Um, uh, Taysom Hill obviously wants out uh, because he's not going to be the starter, and it doesn't seem that he ever will be the starter. So if you have Cam Newton come in, and as a second option, he's got a job. Uh, they could use him just like they were using Taysom Hill, and I think Cam Newton would probably excel in that role if Taysom Hill wants out and doesn't want to play that that flex role that he's been playing for the past few years when Drew Brees was there. Well, why not this, right? Why not have – because I, I totally think Jameis Winston is a better QB than Cam. I don't think it's that outrageous, but I, I, I do think if you're like looking to, for like a passing QB, Jameis is the guy. So, and they already have Alvin Kamara, who's a dominant runner. So you don't need like to go full in on the run game. So why not put in Jameis there, who just hands the ball off to Kamara, and then you can do everything else with uh, Jameis like trying to pass to Michael Thomas when he comes back. Because they don't have anybody on offense. They have Alvin Kamara. That's all they have right now. They don't have any outside threats. I mean, if you get Cam Newton in there and you run a triple option, I mean, obviously it's going to be a different story. And Michael Thomas, who knows the status of his health? Right, but I think you have a better chance of running a triple option in Houston with all the running backs they have than in the Saints when it's just the I formation with Alvin Kamara. I'm talking about if you want to replace Taysom Hill. I mean, Taysom Hill, I mean, he. Does, I don't think he's he's going to be there very very long. Well, Taysom Hill is a special teams player. He he does a lot on special teams. So, like, the Saints can't really trade but, him away. But he wants to be a quarterback. But he's not a quarterback. Cam <laughs> Newton can't play to, special teams. But he wants to be a quarterback somewhere. So, I don't know. I mean, it, I don't disagree with you as far as him fitting in with Houston, but I'm just yeah. saying he could be, an, he could be a, a valuable option in uh, New Orleans as well because I think he's a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. And if Jameis Winston goes on an interception streak, throw Cam Newton in the mix. It's not a bad idea. I just think week one, if you if this was like the beginning of training camp and week one, and you're like looking like, all right, who do we have at QB? Oh, we have Tyrod Taylor. All right, who's out there that could be an improvement? Cam Newton. Why not take that shot if you're Houston? Yeah, for sure. Sign him on a one-year, $2 million deal. But, Ant, where do you think he could like possibly start anywhere? Like – you brought up that quote, but is there anywhere yeah. he could possibly possibly go? I mean, the Saints argument is a valid one. Like a peewee team, probably. Play for the New Jersey Tykes? Yeah, a peewee team. <laughs> Dude, honestly, again, uh, going back to character, going back to attitude, going back to the, the most important things, right? You are in the NFL, even in college. Dude, I have – I know athletes who are eight years old who have a better attitude than some, some of these players that I've seen. Like, these kids are eight. Some of them are even younger and they have better attitude. So, again, all about attitude. Um, on a perspective of playing, he could 
realistically, honestly, play anywhere in the NFL if he really wants to. I think he's got the talent. There's no doubt. Um, but attitude and mindset and and focusing on the right things, I think you know that is going to be the hardest thing. Yeah, I certainly think Houston's the right spot, and you you hit a point with like attitude. It's obvious and clear that he wants to be the quarterback, the number one quarterback on the team. And yeah, like, he's hungry for it. I understand, but I think Bill. What happened was Bill Pelichick probably came into the uh, had Cam come into the room, and he goes, "All right, Mac Jones is going to be a starter." And Cam was like, "Then just cut me because I don't want to be the backup." So, or he probably I think that's probably office. how it went. Nah, he probably straight up brought him to the office and was like, "Look, you're just not going to work here, and just let him go." He probably didn't give me your give keys. Him. Yeah, seriously, he probably didn't even give him the whole. You think Bill Belichick would do that? I, I highly doubt. I think he would. Just I think say, Bill hey, Belichick's look. a nice behind closed doors. Like, uh, you hear good Probably, reports yeah. of like, yeah, of like old players saying, "Oh yeah, Bill's a stand up guy. He's awesome," but like yeah. he just plays in the media, gets this persona that like people are just like, "Oh, he's just like a uh, to the nose kind of guy," which he probably is. But like at the same time, he's like. Um, He'll ask how you're doing and stuff like that and, like, do what's best for you as a person and stuff. Like, it's not all just football for Bill. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it seems like it is, but I think uh, as far as coaching goes, and I've heard this from Irvin Meyer and other coaches as well, is there's a time to turn it on and a time to turn it off. When you're on that field, you're focused on nothing but that. Everything else goes away. Everything. You, you have yeah. extreme tunnel vision. Like, I mean, so we, you don't even realize what's going outside that what's going on outside that field. Like everything is gone, everything. And then once that game's over, or that practice is over, you're right back to reality. And that's why these coaches do so well in what in, in what they do because they're they're hyper focused, like super focused. But again, once you're done with that game, once you're done with that practice, you kind of come back down, you turn it off, you get rest, you know, do what you got to do, kind of thing. So I think I believe every great coach has that that type of mentality. And yet, you still think uh, Miami wins easy? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I really do. So, all right. So, um, week one, great week. Uh, Brandon, you have any upset picks for week one? Oh, uh, you want an upset pick? Okay. All right. All right, just let's see. Upset shooting pick. from the upset. hip here, boys. My, mine's Dolphins over Patriots. Shoot from the hip. No, it's not. <laughs> Dolphins over Patriots, boys. No, dude, upset is not winning. Because upset is like a uh, team sucks, but going to be a good team. Dolphins not bad okay. team. Patriots well, not great team. New upset pick I'm, now. I'm going to go Lions over Colts. They're not Too bad those teams don't play. <laughs> I'm just kidding, boy. man. That would be a uh, massive upset. Dude, why, if that I understand happens, why. Though. It really would be because they're not playing each other. You're right. Yeah, dude, just like how the hell did that happen? I, you're right. Can you imagine that they flew the wrong <laughs> team and they're like, I guess we're playing the Colts today. Um, shit, we flew in the end. Dude, no. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Dolphins over Patriots because Patriots are favored. Yeah, I think that's a smart pick. I mean, they play. They play good against them. It's the first game. It's in New England, okay, and it's early in the season, so the weather's still going to be warm. And then you got Mac Jones starting. You got Tua. Tua is going to be starting. So, um, yeah, I'm like very confident about about um, the Dolphins. And, and the Dolphins is they're healthy. Like the whole team is pretty much healthy. They have just two guys out, and the Patriots are kind of hurting a little bit. They got a little bit of drama going on. Cam Newton. You know, Bill Belichick's probably still reliving those days with Tom Brady, and it's, it's the Philly Patriots are on, on a down downslide, and the Dolphins are really starting to pick it up. All right, go ahead, Brandon. Let me hear All your right. thoughts. Who um, this Vikings Bengals game is really like standing out to me right now? It's it's <laughs> popping off the screen, dude. Wes, come who's on, the, who's the, the favorite? BS. Who's the favorite? I think the Vikings are, to be honest. Okay, well, I got the Bengals in that game because Joe Burrow is my favorite quarterback in the NFL. And he's got Jamar Chase. Uh, Joe Mixon's coming back. I take the Bengals over the Vikings. That's not bad. Uh, Vikings are three-point favorites over the Bengals. So, yeah, yeah, I mean. I like the Bengals. 
the Vikings defense is going to be so bad, guys. I mean, like, it is disgustingly bad. They're pretty depleted, so. Yeah. I don't know, man, because, like, Jamar Chase keeps dropping the ball, and he's their, like, fifth overall pick. Like, I know. He'll, he'll pick it up. He'll pick it up. If he doesn't pick it up by th- week three or four, it might be a different story. But I mean, Might be got, a huge bust, you know? Yeah. I, I had high hopes for him coming in, but he should have the connection with Joe Burrow. Yeah, but like, you know, if you're if you're Cincinnati and you you passed up an offensive lineman in Penny Sewell to go get uh, Jamar Chase, another weapon for Joe, thinking the line's gonna be easy, and they didn't really address the line that much either. So, I, I just really don't know. They traded Billy Price to go to uh, the Giants. Giants Their yeah. offensive woes. Well, hey, I mean, look, that's all good and fine because the Giants need as much help as they can on the offense. They really I'm do. Not, I can't talk much about the Giants this season because I really just want them to have a good, solid season. I'd be happy with eight eight or ten wins anywhere in that realm. If they make the playoffs and lose in the first round, at least they had a decent season. Um, but I, I still uh, – I'm, I'm hopeful on the Bengals and, and Joe Burrow. Well, my upset pick, I got a few. Um, so a few? We're gonna, yeah. A few, dude. You got one pick. All right, you're gonna if you're gonna give me one and hold a gun to my head and give me a winner, I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals to beat the Tennessee Titans. They're three point really? dogs. I knew it. I knew really, it. I knew it. Is that risky, bud, or no? No, I, I think I like Tennessee's it. defense is worse. That's what it comes down to. I like to pick. I like to pick. Tennessee's defense can't stop a nosebleed. They were the 30th ranked defense last year. And you got Arizona retooling offense with um, AJ Green now on there. Can you believe that? Like AJ Green is now joined DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk in that arsenal with Kyler Murray. They improved the off- healthy. They improved the offensive line. Well, then they got Rondell Moore. The- Anthony knows who Rondell Moore is. The little kid from Purdue that ran all over Ohio State a few years ago. They got him now. Hmm. So. Hmm. What's a hmm mean about, huh? No, nothing, nothing, bud. Nothing. Not, not happy. Not happy about your selection. <laughs> yeah, no, everything's good there, but everything's good. Oh man, that was selection. such an awesome night to watch Ohio State get the blow- doors blown off of them against Stop Purdue. It. Stop. <laughs> Stop talk. But uh, yeah, I'll go with Arizona. I think they're just a better team and they're better defensively now than um ten- Tennessee right now. Tennessee's like. They got great offense, right? But like the question is, are they really that improved on defense? Now they brought in Bud Dupree. Um, they made some additions. They got uh Caleb Fuller from uh Virginia Tech uh to help out with the um Caleb Farley. I'm sorry, not Caleb Fuller. Seems like every corner's last name is Fuller for some reason. But uh they got Caleb Farley as a rookie cornerback, but it's still like the lame duck defense from last year. Mike Drabel, like he he's I guess he's a defensive guy, but like Tennessee's defense hasn't been pretty good in the last couple of years. So give me Arizona and also give me that over too. That game should be high scoring. Look, man, there's some trash talk between Mike Vrabel and uh, Tom Brady going on right now. So I'd love to see that in the Super Bowl. Yeah, what's going on with that? I don't know. I just I've just been seeing comments or quotes back and forth on social media. Um, I guess they got some beef with each other. So, I mean, Super Bowl, Super Bowl prediction come true. I don't know, boys. Weren't they like really good teammates? Holy shit, Anthony! Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I know, boys. I know. Everyone's trashed. Just the way it goes. People jumping in the water, trash. Everyone's driving their Teslas on autopilot into the guardrail. (laughs) Dude, this town is like unbelievably busy. It's just like well, you're on the stuff. beach. No, bud. Nah, pretty far nah, from the beach, not, honestly. Yeah, I'm not that close. I mean, like, yeah, I'm not that close. You're closer than I am. You're technically closer than I am. You got to the a water beach? in your backyard. Yeah, boy. Well, I'm talking about the beach, East like river. No, that's not a beach. Come on, dude. Like, <laughs> that's, a beach, that's a beach. For, bridge, boy, that's a beach for. That's a beach for waste management, dude. That's a beach for that. <laughs> set yeah, set up chair. Go swimming in Hudson, boy. Beach. Yeah, dude. Get some boots on you. Yeah, boy. Literal boots. Drink water from Hudson. 
go into the river and go into the river and ex- evaporate from swim. all the gases and stuff. <laughs> yeah, have a little swim in the Hudson there, bud. Where's my arm and leg, Daddy? Where'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know that the state police though like escorts Navy SEALs through that river to to do swims? Isn't that crazy? They yeah. actually swim in that water. Like that's that's really that's risky. Because you can't see in the water. I guess it's like a special type of training or something. Did you just see that play? Yeah, it was funky, wasn't it? It's pretty bad. This quarterback just took a freaking shot. Holy dude. cow. All right. I can't stand this, dude. I, they should be penalized for embellishment because he literally was pretending like he was dead and he got up super quick. That's fucked up. They're literally just trying to draw the flag because Fresno State's quarterback did the same thing when Justin Flo hit him on Oregon. It was bullshit. Like, you're either hurt or you're not hurt. Like, he got hit hard, no doubt. But he then he got up super quick. I mean, I don't know if you've been hit hard like that. It takes a bit. It takes like a couple seconds to get up from that. Dude, <laughs> it really was, does. Yeah, but look, he's rolling around like he's dying because he wants to draw the flag. Of course, once he once he was laying because look, once he was laying down, then they then they threw the flag, which they need to throw the flag anyways because that was head to head. Dude, there's like uh, no one at this game. It's ass. That's why. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just like Cardinals. Ants going Dolphins, and Brands going Bengals. All right, cool. Let's go into some college football with a brief discussion. Oh, yeah. So we had uh, Georgia absolutely um, blow the doors off of Clemson by seven uh, home runs. Um, Actually, it was just a pick six, but it was a great defensive battle. We saw a lot of defensive battles over to um, Wisconsin-Penn State. Um, we, We had a bunch of other good games, like Alabama looks like Alabama again, like blowing off. Uh, Miami being crazy. Uh, Notre Dame and Florida State went uh, over to overtime, and we had some crazy upsets too, like North Carolina losing to Virginia Tech. So, brief thoughts on uh, week one from Anthony Fertini. It was a good week one. It was a thrilling week one. We had some teams really pull through, like usual, like Alabama. Georgia took over Clemson. That was nice to see. Ohio State pulled out a victory against a little bit of a scare against Minnesota. Penn State beat Wisconsin. Uh, My team, Virginia Tech, for my upset pick, beat North Carolina. Um, Oregon beat Fresno State. That was a little bit of a scare, too, with an injury to KT, which hopefully he'll be back healthy to play against Ohio State. Um, What else? We had a couple other games there. Montana. Montana beating Washington, a huge upset. And you at UCLA beating um LS wait, was it LSU? Is that LSU? Yeah. Yeah. LSU. And then we had a great game of Notre Dame, Florida State, where Notre Dame beat Florida State by three points in overtime. Florida State came back ten points with like seven minutes on the clock, whatever it was. Uh thrilling games. But the biggest one of all. Kansas being the number one team in the land, getting an actual win, you know? Yeah, and Kansas take, getting a win. Kansas has a win over Clemson, you know? Big shot there. That's the way to do it. Kansas is our team on the pod if you haven't listened to CFP 100, but we love Kansas. Kansas, Kansas currently has wins wins this season. Kansas has one win, but the guys who have zero wins, LSU, Washington, Miami, Wisconsin, North Carolina. <laughs> Clemson, bit of a shocker. I don't think so. No, <laughs> but um, yeah, just the defensive games. I love watching defensive games. I don't know about Brandon on that one, but I just love watching a good defensive battle when it's like 10 3 or 10 7. That's just me being a defensive guy, but watching that Georgia Clemson game was awesome, in my opinion, even though it might have been boring to some. But the defensive strategies and the blitzes from Georgia. Like, dude, Georgia's defense could play for Houston Texans right now and they'd be good. Like, they were flying around the ball. Yeah. They they played phenomenal. Brandon, did you watch any college football? Uh, I was thumbing back and forth between UCLA, LSU, and uh, Clemson, Georgia. Uh, the UCLA game stood out to me. That was a good game. Um, LSU sucks. 
They really do, man. They Ed Orgeron's on the hot seat. Yeah, they straight, Joe Burrow. they straight up suck. And UCLA is not that great of a team, but they made LSU look like a team that should not have been ranked from the get-go. Well, I'll defend UCLA. I think UCLA is a pretty good team. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm a USC fan, and every time they play, it's, sure. like, no, it's like no contest. U- USC takes care of UCLA, no problem. But watching them play against LSU it was like, God damn. It was just like, there was no, it was really, I don't know what's going on with LSU, man. It's like now they can't get it right since Joe Burrow left. Yeah, they had a pitiful perform. Or go hey, ahead. Sorry to interrupt, but that, that's a great point, Brian, because think about that. Like Clemson was able to put, still put it back together without Trevor Lawrence one year after. And now you get rid of Joe Burrow and they still can't figure it out. It's all Have about. You- it's all about your recruiting. Recruiting? Yeah, and you think LSU, like, LSU is, like, one of the highly recruited places, but, like, man, recruiting it's coaching. Just, they have talent. It's just the coaching is just, like, sucking for them right now, especially with like, Ed Orgeron. I feel like that's the only coach that team has, though, is Ed Orgeron. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some, right. some coaches, like, some teams have coaches who offense the – wow, this quarterback can run. Uh Offense coordinator is great. Defense coordinator, defensive backs. Like, there's a lot of good coaches on that team. But for LSU, I can't really name any. Yeah, LSU is like, they've been shuffling through offensive and defensive coordinators. They got two new offensive and defensive coordinators this year. And it's just, it's the same old team from last year, you know? But I I just don't think, like... I think it was just a lightning in the bottle season that 2019 season with Joe Burrow. Like that team just exploded off the charts with all that NFL talent. And now you just look at them and it's just like, yeah, they have a couple of good pieces, but they don't have really any chemistry with each other or like they're not elite. Yeah. Truly ass. I can't speak. I can't speak much on college football because I don't watch it as much as you guys nor do I follow it as much, but I just know LSU just can't figure it out after losing Joe Burrow, and now they lost all their, their receivers. So it's like they're starting fresh again. Yeah, and if you want to listen more college football talks, you can check out CFP 100. That's going to be uploaded on Wednesday. It's a great episode, week one recap and previewing week two as well. Uh, Brandon, you know what this week is? Do I know what this week is? Yeah. The start of the NFL season? Well, we got the Fertini Alfredo Bowl on Saturday. Ohio (laughs) State and Oregon. How about her, boys? How about her? I think I'm going to literally, I think I'm going to wear Ohio State t-shirt with Oregon shorts. Look like a Christmas tree. That makes sense. Well, first, first of all, you said you were going to watch. Yeah, right. You said you were gonna go and like sew a jersey together, and I've still have yet to see it. Like, when is that gonna happen? That Come That's on, funny. dude, you boy, have to. Yeah, no, boy, no. Well, what's gonna, what's it gonna take for you to get a sew jersey? I didn't know actually, I was talking to Alex on this one, but <laughs> actually, I don't have an Oregon jersey. I just have an Ohio State, and I'm no boy, no. Guys, not, guy, Wes, guys, ass, not, ass. guys, not seamstress. Not gonna sew jersey together. Yeah, I'm not. What am I? Some kind of stack guy, size three X shirt like you, boy. Well, I'm not three X. I'm only like three X one X. Dude, yeah, I'm like I'm like in 2005 where I wear like a jersey that's like over my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally like the year over shorts, yeah, and you wear. You wear it with the hat. last name, with the last name in front, not in the back. Yeah, exactly. And then hat's so big that it covers all your ears too. It covers your ears, your eyebrows, your, and like half your yeah. eyelids. Exactly. <laughs> Low Dude, rider we, I, shorts. I think we need to get into like comedy instead of like the sports podcast stuff because we are going way off track. Like, yeah, the hell with the sports. The hell with this sports, sports nonsense. Well, we're just waiting. We're just waiting on football, sports. man. So, let's like, this is bad. the, yeah, let's do it. I mean, talk bad, boys. Although Patrick Cantley won the um the FedEx boy, I said no player championship. Bass talk. Well, I gotta I gotta ask you about golf quick about like right, John Rahm and me. Patrick Cantley. Yeah. 
Did you see Patrick Cantley golf? You know, like the past two weeks, he's been awesome. Hits the ball and then runs. Hits the ball and then runs. Hits the ball and then runs. What does that mean? You didn't see him like running? No. Boy, are you no, he was me? just casual walking. It's nah, ball runs, boy. so he doesn't. You think about it. you're thinking about somebody else. Oh, maybe, but whatever. But Who like, you, he won a fifteen million dollar purse. You're talking about Cantley, right? Boy, are you ass? Are you there? Yeah, I'm ass, and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> just want to confirm. You're talking about the one, the one that just won the, uh, that just won the, um, the tour championship. Yeah, can't 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 lay or whatever his name is, right? Is it can't lay or can't lay? Can't get laid. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Maybe. Um, no. Boy, are you bass? Patrick Cantlay or whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he, like, hits the ball and then runs to it. He's, like, literally, like, jogging. Like, makes his caddy, like, jog to it. That's pretty sick. Am but... I thinking of somebody else? I don't know. But, like, I just saw that he won. And I saw John Rom had some incredible shots. John you know? Rom was the best. Yeah, John Rom. I think John Rom is the best golfer in the uh, land right now. So, solid stuff. But, yeah, it was kind of a light week anyway. I mean, what, DeAndre Jordan got cut, I think, in basketball news. There wasn't really any hockey news besides the league giving uh, NHL players permission to go play in the Olympics this year. Um. Baseball is coming down to the nitty gritty. We got postseason oh, Wes, next on, week. It's it's somebody else. It's Jaquin Neiman is the guy who hits the ball and runs. I was about to say I don't remember my Patrick fault. Cantlay doing that yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, my fault, my fault. Because they look, I they look pretty similar, honestly. Oh, it's, got it's you. Somebody else, yeah. My fault. simple mix up, you know. Yeah, way it goes. But yeah, nothing really going on in. The sports world besides football and the end of the baseball season coming pretty soon. So going to be some exciting stuff, with especially here, because we're going to have four shows a week. I'm going to be a busy man. Ant's going to be a busy man. Brand's going to be a busy man. We got all busy Already man. is busy man. Busy yep. man. Yep. Busy and guy. A, busy guy. On a side note, Drake dropped a new album. Anybody listen to it? No? How okay. is it? I listened to the first few songs. It, it was like... Okay, that's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's not as depressing as I'd like, but you know, it sounds like a Drake album. <laughs> you listen to music to get depressed? I, I that's not my go-to. No, this Drake music. It's not. Though. It's not normally. It's not a normal Drake album. Like, there's not enough sad songs in it for my liking. What was weird was that ESPN and SportsCenter were like sharing it all over social media. About Dude, it. they like, have nothing. The else, hell, are they, they doing have that? Nothing else to talk about, bro. The U.S. Open, their own, they're broadcasting the tennis open, and there's nothing on that. But let's post and bombard everybody over Drake dropping an album, which they're not going to get a single dollar from, or otherwise, if like Drake and ESPN made a deal together or something like that. It's so super weird. It's because Drake is the goat. Drake is just that boy. Drake is the is he though? He's the biggest Toronto Raptors fan in the world. Well, I mean, that uh, Muslim guy that sits courtside who's in the Basketball Hall of Fame would probably argue with oh, that one. Yeah, I like that guy. That guy is that guy is probably the best Toronto Raptors fan. He's probably one of the best basketball fans in general. Yeah, he makes me happy. I like watching Raptors games because of him. They always cut a camera to him, and he's like looking like he's having the best time of his life. He is. He is. He should. He yeah. hopefully he gets to own that team one day. <laughs> then meanwhile, you get you get uh, Drake like literally trash talking to Draymond Green or whoever it is. That Good. He should be trash talking Draymond Green. Draymond Green talks <laughs> all the trash in the league. He should be trash talking Draymond Green. Uh, as an NBA player, I would like it if Drake <laughs> trash talks to me because like that's as high as it can go. You know, like. How many people can be like, yeah, Drake called me a bum. I hit a three in front of his face, and I gave him a stare. So what's up? He can't say anything more. And then he album drop, he name drops you in his album. So I don't think Drake, Draymond Green can't hit a three. But, I mean, hey. Well, I'm just saying, if you were in the NBA and just going casual or whatever, yeah, dropping yeah. three in front of Drake and just being like, you better write that down, bitch. Like, that yeah. better be in the next album. If you're James Harden or Steph Curry and you could drop a three on point, yeah. 
Are you a secret Drake fan? I didn't know that. No, I'm really. I mean, I like him. He makes good music, but I'm not like a Drake fanboy. Now, Brand Jordan. Little trippy. Huh? Little trippy. Who's little trippy? Is that or is... trippy red? Trippy red. Oh, <laughs> Lil <yeah>. trippy. <laughs> I think that's Ant's new rapper. That's name. my rapper. Little trippy. No, you like trippy red. I like a lot of different music. Get ready for this, Brandon. Ant Ant uh, becomes a little trippy and raps in front of his cardboard cutouts. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm, smooth, I'm smooth with it. I'm I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised we, if there's a little trippy that's rapping out there already. Probably is. We need to get into iRacing. That's what we need to do. Don't you have to have a whole setup for that though? Oh yeah, literally you do. Like, but, don't you need to get like a big monitor and like a gas pedal and a stick shift or whatever for that? Well, you need a steering wheel and all that stuff. Well, forget the steering wheel. The car's going to be on autopilot. <laughs> We're going to get a Tesla in there. No, I really need it. <laughs> I race. I race. I thought you were talking about IndyCar racing at first. Nah. I was like, isn't that IndyCar? But like, no. yeah. No, I've never heard of it. Isn't that what they did last year when the COVID happened? And yeah. they were just like, all right, let's do this instead. Yeah. They literally like the races of NASCARs in iRacing. Interesting. Kyle Larson got in trouble. Oh, yeah, that's right. Forgot right. about that. Right. It feels like 2020 was like five years ago now. Yeah, no. It might as thank well God. be. Yeah, thank God. All right, anything else, boys? Anything you like to discuss or anything like that? How was your guys' Labor Day weekend, though? Happy Happy Labor Day weekend to everyone. All yeah, the hardworking Labor laborers Day. out there. All you hardworking, laboring mother efforts. Hardworking people. The working class. Solid, solid boys. I'm off until Wednesday, so I can't complain. Oh, good Ooh. for you, Brad. Yeah, boy, take some time off, new break. Nice. Yeah, it was good. It was good. The weekend was beautiful too, so I had a good time. Except for Saturday. Saturday kind of sucked. Yeah, it got or no? What was it? Which day was it? Raining? Was it Sunday? Yesterday? Yeah, I think Friday, yesterday I think. was the day. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, you sure, man? All the days are blending to me. I work on the weekends now, which sucks, but like I just don't remember anything now. You like the new job? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Watch sports all the time. Which like is is a burden at the same time because like I watch it and I'm like, okay, that happened, and it feels like it was like a year ago, and I forget to bring it up on here, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that did happen like mm-hmm. two days ago. But boy, no, nah, it's all good. <laughs> we had Brady boy. Quinn. We had Brady Quinn come on and break down the game yesterday between Florida State oh, and yes, uh, Notre Dame. Right. Oh, who's? Quinn. Yeah, remember when he was coming out of college and everyone's like, okay, yeah, he's gonna be totally fine in the NFL, and he just yeah. didn't get it was going. Like trash. He was to Notre Dame. Kid. And then he went to Cleveland, like. I remember watching yeah. that NFL draft. I was like, how come no one's taking Brady Quinn? And then all of a sudden the Browns like trade back into the first round and took him like 22nd or something like that. Yeah. It was weird, but yep. So that's it for uh, this show. I guess there's no trailerville since Ant's not saying anything. No, no trailerville boys. No trailerville, even though ESPN had like a five minute highlight of it last night, which I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that must be, they must be watching the wrong channel because ESPN doesn't care about NASCAR. Yes, they do. It was all over Sports Center. Kyle Bush crashing his car. Oh yeah, you sure about that, buddy? Yeah, buddy. Check out the stats, you bimbo. <laughs> it's on there. Oh yeah, how about it? Well, I just want to let you know that I just want to let you know, bud, that race was in Darlington, South Carolina. First place winner, Denny Hamlin. Second place, Kyle Larson. Third place, Ross Chastain. And fourth and fifth, Martin Truex Jr. and Kevin Harvick. That just sounds like a NASCAR driver, Ross Chastain. Chastain. I don't even know how to say his last name, but I know. I think it's Chastain. And, uh, 367 laps. I heard there was a lot of accidents. And then uh, next week we'll be at Richmond. Richmond. 
Rich men, rich mom, rich men. So let me ask you this. So like uh, a little hypothetical, you get three options. You get to one, would you rather be in the Olympics and like wait every four years for like your shining moment or whatever? Be a NASCAR driver where you're literally racing from February all the way till November, like each and every week. Or be a baseball player where like you're playing from April to September and kind of get time off. Uh, Olympics is a no right away because, I, I mean, that's just too much time. Like, in, and honestly, being best in the world at that, like, I, I don't know, just I – uh, there's just like no appeal to that because you want to be great in it, whatever it is you do, but when you have to wait four years to do it, you know, that's kind of a turn off. Um, baseball or NASCAR? I would, honestly, I'd probably pick, I'd probably pick NASCAR just because really? you really have to, yeah, you sit, you literally sit in the car, and yeah, it's a lot of G force and yeah, it's mentally straining, but you got a different track every week. You got your crew with you, you know, it, it's, it, dude, whether you want to admit it or not, it's competitive sports, it's highly competitive. And there's a lot of, but you're on the parts. road every week, like you you're are, going to a different place. Baseball, you are too. And like some nights you may just, you know, you, you're, you have to perform. If you're an NASCAR racer, you have to perform in baseball. You have to perform too, but it's not as stressful because then your team can kind of pick up the slack. But for NASCAR, it's like, look, you either race, or you don't. So it like forces you to, to, to make a move for uh, bass fishermen. Um, Olympic athletes. Well, bass fishermen don't make any money. Bass fishermen. And, yeah, and the events like, are so skewed because like they just dump bass in the river and just be like, oh, someone catch it. <laughs> yeah, but That's what they do, money. do. I like they totally do that. <laughs> I know. I know. I, but look, boy, look. It's literally you have to know where you're going, what what tackle you're using, and also it's whoever has the largest bass wins. Big old bass. I'm gonna go with. I'd rather be a NASCAR driver. NASCAR <laughs> wins. NASCAR wins for sure. But it doesn't get my vote. Driver. I'd rather be a baseball player. So why baseball? Because okay, you wait, just first. Hold on. Why not Olympics first, and then why why baseball? Because, like, no one gives a uh, rat's ass about you in the Olympics. Like, don't care about you for two weeks. And they're like, all right, hop off. Like, see you later. And, like, it's just a lot of Lalo time. It's just like, do you really want to yeah, be swimming when no one cares? Baseball, you just got – baseball, you put in little effort compared to um, NASCAR. NASCAR is, like, stressful and you could die. So, like, I'd rather play baseball. <laughs> you can die playing baseball. You can hit in the head with a baseball. Yeah, but you're wearing a helmet at least. Yeah, but you're wearing a helmet and you're in a roll cage in a NASCAR. Yeah, but you're going like 200 miles an hour. Dude, that, I mean, that's crazy. Like, you're literally going 200 miles per hour for hours. I can't imagine, like, how stressful that is. Dude, like, think about it. You could be in the air and going into, like, the uh, the fencing and just your whole car is destroyed. And then, like... What was You're it? Out. Ryan Newman had to be rushed, rushed to the hospital or whatever. Yeah. He literally had to be rushed to the hospital. With at least with the baseball, I can just duck out of the way if I kind of see the ball coming my way. Yeah, but you could still get hit. Yeah. And you can't duck a 9,800 mile per hour fastball. That's coming right at you. And also, NASCAR travels like everywhere in the country to where at baseball, I know I'm going to be home at least half the time. Well, the thing with NASCAR is it's like I told you, it's like you have to perform and it's risky. So, for example, in baseball, you strike out, you get another chance to bat. You strike out again, you get another chance. In NASCAR, if you, if you crash your car and you cannot fix it, you're out. Like all that work you put in for this week for, for the race, you literally have to pack it up and go home. Yeah. Like we've seen it happen with Austin Dillon at Pocono. And literally, he was like fresh into the race, maybe what, 20 laps? Crashed his car. I mean, not even. I think it was like 15 laps. Crashed his car, and then literally packed it up and said goodbye. That mm. like that's miserable. Like that literally sucks. Like you, it's and it, it may not even be your fault that you crash, right? So that that's even worse. Yeah. All right. Well, let's end this show. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Bench Bro Sports Podcast. We're glad you could uh, 
join us. And if you have any thoughts and comments about Drake's new album, or if you're Drake versus Donda, which one was better, uh, <laughs> comment down below. <laughs> also, <laughs> you hear that album? Bass fishing. Drake versus Donda. Donda. Donda was just like I felt like I was going to church when I heard it. Yeah, bro, Donda. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Kanye anymore. Kanye's like freaky, but he can do that because it's Kanye. It's weird. Anyway, comment down below. Let us know what you think, Kanye or Drake. Who's got the better? Who wins the beef? So that'll do it. And comment other things like your week one upsets and stuff like that too. So go ahead, follow us on uh, Twitter and Facebook at Bench Bros Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros, and follow our website BenchBrosSports.com, where we keep you up to date on everything that's happening in the sports world on those pages. Plus our new podcast that get posted. We're gonna have four shows a week, so it's gonna be some crazy times over here on the bench bro side of things. So um, you can listen to those podcasts on Spotify and um, anchor and on Apple podcast and SoundCloud and everywhere. This podcast is available. So be on the lookout, subscribe, follow the podcast and share it. Tell your grandmother, tell your uh, best friend, tell your girlfriend, tell your boyfriend or things of that nature and everything else. So Go ahead, share the goodwill about this podcast where we break down D Drake and Donda. So <laughs> that's it. And guys, final thoughts. Go Bucks. I love you, Ducks, but go Bucks. And we're not going to talk about spearfishing this week. Dude, I don't even know. What, is there a professional spearfisher? There probably is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know but you've disappointed me. Well, dude, do you know one? You just nah, said no, don't. so exactly. Yeah. So come on, dude. That's your subject. Yeah, boy, you're the exotic. You're too. the exotic guy on this pod. It's you too. Yours too. Bass fishing and spear fishing. No, I'm not a spear fisherman. Throw the shoulder out. What about lasso, boy? Like bull lassoing. Lassoing is that. so different than fucking spear fishing. <laughs> Are we gonna talk about it though, or no? No, nah, it's a simple task. All you got to do is just throw the uh, rope simple on the bowl. Task, boy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, That's dude. You simple. just, just got to know how oh, to you do it. some practice out in Montana? I don't think it's simple. Uh, yeah, I did. Of course. Did you spearfish too, boy? No. Come on, dude. Really? No, I didn't. That's bass. Spearfishing is for like the southern, southern people, like in Mississippi. <laughs> Spearfishing. It, when you can't afford oh, a ten dollar pole, you just go in this in the woods, make a spear out of a stick, and you spearfish <laughs> with it. And you hope that the spear like floats up; otherwise, you're screwed. Yeah, because if you get that into the dirt, it can get stuck, or you can't find it anymore. Like the fish swims off with it. No, no, and then boy, you find it a day later. It's attached to a rope. Yeah, but. People in Mississippi can't afford ropes. The, boy, you're not just throwing the spear. It's like attached to a rope. So you can like throw it and then pull it back in. Brandon, here's what Am will do if he tried spearfishing, right? He'll throw it and he'll tie the rope onto it and it'll be too short and he forgets to tie the forgets rope. Forgets the rope. <laughs> Loses the rope. Dude, yep. at least I spearfish. Nah, dude, you don't spearfish. I need to get into it. I need to find a video of you spearfishing. All right. I, Tell I your buddy to... Jeans who gets no bass to go and spearfish. <laughs> like Phil by the, spearfishing. By, by the way, he watched that video that you sent him and he caught a lot of bass. So it doesn't count. No photo. What do you mean, boy? It doesn't count. No photo. I, no I proof. sent you the picture. You didn't see No, nah, that was in Jeans. That was somebody else. That was a, a photo from like two years ago. So he still gets no bass. Boy, are we, <laughs> we going to spearfish or what? I'm, I'm waiting on you. So, all right, let's end I'm the good. goddamn show. <laughs> I'm good. Brandon, I'm last good. thoughts. Uh, you guys, you guys said your last thoughts for me. I'm good. I'm good. I said what I had to say. Brent, any thoughts about spearfishing? No, sir. Don't know nothing, nothing right. about it. I don't know nothing about it. Nothing. Come on. God, long All right, that's the show. Uh, that's Brandon Dennis, and I'm Wes. We're going to be out of here. Uh, peace, guys. See long you next week. Long live spearfishing.